Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by Dreams Unlimited travel agent, Sean Falk. Hey. Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And back on the production nook, our associate producer, Fiasco. Hey, guys. Well, welcome, folks. Hope your week has been good. Um, uh, This week, our topic is five restaurants on the rise. This was your idea, Steve? Yeah, so I wanted to talk about some of the restaurants that may have not had the best reputation in the past, maybe in past reviews that we've done years ago or, you know, just from here, like, searching online of bad restaurants. Maybe these have been on those lists before, um, but maybe aren't or maybe shouldn't be anymore because they've kind of, maybe they got a new chef or just turned something around and suddenly they're much better, so... All right, well, we kind of talked about this before the show and kind of agreed on five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, number five on the list. I'll, I'll order these and how, what I think, okay. but you could disagree with me. But number five on the list, be our guest at Magic Kingdom. Uh, this restaurant, uh, when it opened in 2012, was excellent and went downhill went downhill fast until uh, last year i believe it was when they went to a prefix menu uh, a big part of the problem was people were people were making reservations to go in and have dessert Get they just wanted stuff. to yeah they just wanted to eat there they didn't want they just wanted to see the place they didn't really want to spend the money on the food so they weren't making the the amount per seat that they needed to make so they were cutting back on the quality of the food to make numbers now they went to a prefix menu where you're pretty much forced to spend sixty bucks, mm-hmm. uh, sixty five bucks on dinner. As a result, the food has gotten better. This is two table service credits mm-hmm. um, on the dining plan, but the reason it's at number five, uh, it, it has gotten better, but it is nowhere worth two table service credits. Yeah, I mean, that's an important distinction, is that this is a list of restaurants that are greatly improving, but it certainly doesn't mean that they're any of our, now, our favorite. Be Our Guest would not be on my top five lists of my favorite restaurants at Walt Disney World. It just simply wouldn't. It's better than it was. It's good. Uh, It's an experience, to be sure. I mean, it's a gorgeous space, right? Yeah. But it's not... I think it I, still feels it still feels like convention food. I do think if I'm paying out of pocket, I do think I'd still rather pay to do the prefix dinner than to have to pay to do the lunch because I think the lunch is a, the worst, atro- the breakfast worst. and lunch are atrocious. The absolute worst thing. I don't think the breakfast is that bad, but I'm but I think the lunch is just like they need to just close for lunch or something <laughs> like or like give tours of the restaurant or something during lunch so people can just go in and see it and be done. But I think the lunch is the worst food. It probably one of the worst on property as far as lunch goes, but it's disgusting. But so I'd rather pay the sixty for the prefix if I just desperately want to go do it because there's Beauty and the Beast fans that are like I have to do the restaurant, so I'd pay the money to do the dinner before I'd pay half that to do the lunch. But when you consider that for those same two table service credits, you can eat a California Grill, yeah. La Salle, Yachtsman, Flying Fish. I'm sorry, this is the worst. Of value when it comes to two table service credits. I would not use table service credits at that restaurant. But that's that's number five. Number four, Garden Grill over at Epcot in the Land Pavilion. Um, 
this was one of those restaurants that there was a long time I wouldn't eat there because every experience I had was terrible. But recently, I would say in the last year, year and a half, eaten there a few times, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Is it the best buffet on property? Not by a long shot. But in terms of what's improved, this re- has to be on the list. Yeah, I remember before I was on the show a long time ago watching and hearing you say, oh, it's terrible, and having a trip plan down here with my family or friends or something and people brought that up and I said no Pete from this says we should we shouldn't go there uh, but then you know now I think it's you know really good much improved yeah and it was never something like in all you know in the times that my family came down even there were sometimes we you know did free dining and that kind of stuff we certainly never made reservations there it just we wanted to eat in the countries I'd never thought to go into the land and go eat there or whatever at Garden Grill. So actually, the first time I ever went was with you guys. Whenever I had first started here, and I was surprised at how good it was. We we did breakfast, and I was like, you know, this was a really good meal. And I think that was my first character experience too. Um, I don't think I had done a character dining meal before, and so I thought that was nice as well. I, I liked that it rotated, but. Like I just think that's a cool effect of the restaurant. And living with the land is one of my favorite little like ride experiences anyway I love so that I love that you get to see it and yeah I mean I don't know exactly what it was before but it's good to me so yeah and I I've been walking past this restaurant kind of similar to a point that you guys kind of uh, got on but uh, it didn't really like it didn't really appeal to me like you walk by it and you look at it you're like oh yeah it's a character experience it looks kind of the theming looks a little like basic, yeah, garden grill, but whatever. Uh, but it does go around living with the land, and we, me and Haley, really like that ride. So I think about like maybe four, four maybe five years ago. Uh, actually, it was probably longer than that. Now it was probably four or five years. Yeah, but we uh, we actually decided, you know, we wanted to go there because we like the land. It's like, oh, let's just go to the restaurant that revolves around living with the land. Let's see how it is. We went there for breakfast and never looked back. We go there often now uh i said in a previous show it's kind of a tradition tradition now um just because of how much we really really like that breakfast and then i did try the dinner too and thought that was really good as well so i i think actually one of my holdups with that and i forgot about it till just now the reason we never ate there is because it has this big sign that says presented by smuckers and not that like that's i don't hate smuckers or anything but i was like i don't understand what this restaurant's gonna be because it's presented by jelly i guess they they probably make other things but i was like i don't know what yeah i think they just they're 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 corporate sponsor right they're just corporate sponsors but in my head i i mean and i remember my family now talking about it and we're like smuckers whatever that like i don't want to eat at we i don't know what we thought it was peanut butter and jelly i don't know like like, i don't understand why and then because and we would go early in the morning because we'd do soren first thing and so we're like okay that's the the jelly restaurant or whatever and I didn't know they had dinner I didn't I just didn't think about it so they probably should cut ties but uh. I don't know so like. okay all right number three on the list is um, Sebastian's over at the Caribbean beach uh, now granted Sebastian's is a new restaurant but it replaces shutters which was you know aptly named shutters because you would shutter when your meal was delivered. Um, and I, 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 I included Sebastian's here because um, even though it's a new restaurant, it was the same crew 
Same chef. Same chef, and 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 dine, and and kitchen crew from shutters that came over and I don't know if they went to culinary school in between or <laughs> you know they you know somebody got a brain tumor and out came this out came this talent he didn't know he had but like a savant yeah yeah basically a brain tumor savant um I will tell you that Sebastian's is one of my favorite restaurants on property mm-hmm. this absolutely appears in my top five lists of best places to eat at, at Walt Disney World. And would have Shutters been on your bottom five? Shutters actually right before they closed it, they um, they had made a lot of changes and the menu had gotten a lot better. Oh okay. Um, so I think the last review I did of Shutters, I actually gave it a very good review. Um, but so it had started the upward trajectory, and then they they closed it. Okay. They shuttered it. Ah, get uh-huh. it. Um, and then Sebastian's became the the new restaurant. So Sebastian's definitely. I'm I'm gonna you know town of technicality. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna include Sebastian's on this list. Um, next on the list, and you could knock me over with a feather, but I gotta say, Grand Floridian Cafe, again, a restaurant that had repeatedly been. I used to love this place back when I first moved down here for several years. Would go there all the time. I would go out of my way to go there. I loved the atmosphere of it. The food was always great. The service was great. And then they hit their head or something. And it went off a cliff. It was terrible. Terrible. Terrible service. Terrible food. And I kept going to try and like, okay, no, no, it must have just had an off day. No, it was just bad. Um, and then when we had that, when we did the review of the Grand Floridian with my mom, uh, and we had that awful experience at the hotel, mm-hmm. we decided to try Grand Floridian Cafe, and lo and behold, it was excellent. Yeah. And we had dinner, and then Mom and I went back the next morning for breakfast, because I'm like, okay, maybe it was just a fluke. And breakfast was phenomenal. And then I went back again recently for lunch. Lunch was phenomenal. I mean, not good. Fantastic. Like, this was good stuff. And I'm like, okay, you know what? It's back on the list now. And and Grand Floridian, I'm not. I would not be ready yet to put Grand Floridian on Grand Floridian Cafe on my personal top five yet. I have to eat there a few more times. But if my mom was sitting here, yeah, she'd have that on her top five. Yeah, no question. Yeah, but, um, Grand Floridian Cafe is not a top five of mine either. But it's it's it might be it might be top ten. Um, they're definitely top ten. They're chicken. Fried chicken with like the like sweet and spicy glaze and the cornflakes. That's what I got for. Uh, I was able to get that for dinner and for lunch when we went. Yeah, when you when you when you fry a chicken in cornflakes. Yeah, you you, there's, you should get a Nobel Prize. And it's it's not so like it's not something that you should go to if you want to. Or they have options, but that specific entree is not a light meal. No. So get if you're ready for some calories, get that. It's delicious. But if you're not. 
then try something else. But the only thing I don't love about this restaurant is the layout always kind of makes it be a little bit like loud and cavernous because there's not anything that blocks the tables from each other. Um, so just a small little critique about it, but yeah, I, think I don't know. I I didn't find that to be oh, problematic. I, I think it is. I think you can kind of. No, you're just a whiny little. Never mind. <laughs> but I think the food has improved. Yes, drastically improved. Now, you haven't eaten over there yet, have no, you? No, I've not eaten there. I I I uh, I've walked through it because I've done uh, Citra Coast and stuff, and I love Citra Coast, but. Um, for some reason, I thought Grand Flirting Cafe, for the longest, was their quick service, and I did not realize it was a sit-down restaurant, so I just always thought it was the quick service, and I was going around and trying to try all the sit-down restaurants for my clients that were asking me about you know, what I needed, and quick service is, you know, just go... Ha- if you're staying at the resort, you usually just are going to have quick service there regardless, so I'll try it, I guess. So. And topping off the list for me... In terms of most improved, um, that would at this point would rival California Grill for the number one place on my personal favorites list is the Wave. Absolutely has to be the Wave. Um, went from the depths of despair to a one table service credit restaurant that could arguably be signature dining. I think this is not far off from Signature Dining, and the food they're serving right now is not far off from I, Signature Dining. There's some really creative items, not just for dinner, but for breakfast, like the glazed donut thing. and The, the glazed donut the, French toast? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's like there's really unique items here that the, the deconstructed um, what, 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 uh, bacon, bacon and eggs. eggs yeah. It's just it's called bacon and eggs on the dinner menu. It's an appetizer, and it's cheesy grits with a perfectly poached egg and a maple lacquered pork belly. Nah, it's the it's the best appetizer on Disney property. It's nah. Go you have nah nah. You've got to eat it. It's so good. So I think for that now I want to go have it. You know, for a one table service restaurant to have. You know, really unique items that you're not going to find at most other one table service credit locations. For that alone, I think it's like just you should go check it out. And another thing, like if you pulled up your My Disney Experience app right now and looked to see if there was a reservation for the wave, there would be. It's, I would put it as like not, not only, uh, but it's also like probably the number one hidden gem. I, I would I would put it at I I've eaten there a number of times I've tried probably about five or six different entrees there and they've all been ridiculously good. What what was the problem? Because I don't think I had dined at the Wave before the new chef. What was was it just like? Well, they were doing you know the the whole concept of the Wave when it first opened was that it was going to be all this. You know, sustainable farm-to-table stuff, and they really, you know, kind of went down the tree-hugging hippie rabbit hole, um, and and it was good. It was very good when it first opened. The, I, then I don't know why it just got bad. Hmm. It just got bad. Kevin and John loved this restaurant, loved it, and then I started eating there more often. And like every experience I was having, like, 
this is crap. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then John and Kevin started seeing the same thing. So I knew it wasn't just me, you know, being picky. And then I was over there. What was it? Uh, it May of last year. I was over there for, I was in uh, the Contemporary for a conference. And I needed to eat. That was the only place available. I didn't want to go up to uh, the, the, the quick service. And so John and I went and had lunch. And I was like, oh, wow, this was really good. And then tried it again, and it was really good. Then we went to do a breakfast review, and that blew us away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, lunch and dinners. And, you know, now it's, if I'm in, like, I'm really excited that our 20 years, of, uh, the 20th anniversary of Dreams uh, is coming up, and, and, and we're going to be at the Contemporary a lot for a, a lot of our events because it'll give you lots I, of chances to I'm go back to the wave. Going to be so excited! I'm going to be so excited. So find Pete and the wave. Yeah, really. <laughs> and I think that's one of the the best parts about getting to do this, and 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 especially for people at home watching that are planning their own trips and planning their own vacations. Like for me, I haven't been to the wave in about a year and a half, two years. I gave it two good tries at, at, for dinner. Thought it was terrible both times. And I, I love seafood. I thought I'd really like it. I tried the scallops there. They were disgusting. I had you like, And so you don't know when that's your only one experience. Had I have not been a part of this or if I'm not watching from home, I wouldn't have went back. Like I, I've tried it twice and I didn't like it. So like I would have not given them a shot. So I'd never known that they kind of turned it around. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very important part. Um, so whether you're on online forums, like whether it's dis boards or wherever else, or if you're using uh, booking your on your own or a travel agent or whatever you choose to do, make sure you are looking and keeping up with. Um, when people post about things because somebody will say oh i went to where you know i for me i went to the wave two years ago thought it was terrible so um and i don't didn't recommend it but now it's something where you get to try it again so you do want to consistently and we try our best to consistently try things to make sure that you know it's coming back around and it's not still bad like it was i know uh pete and i God, it's been almost two years now. Um, I had eaten at California Girl recently and loved it. And I told him, I said, this is like my favorite place. And he, at that point, was like, you know, California Girl's not what it used to be. And it, you know, had kind of gone downhill. And I was like, I thought it was great. And so we went and he's like, wow, this, you know, two years ago, that was on the rise. And it's my favorite place. And it's one of Pete's favorite places now consistently. It still tops my list. Yeah. It's still, California Girl still tops my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but the wave... Mm-hmm. I'm more likely to go to the wave because a it's easier to get in mm-hmm. and b it's not as fussy. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing is like if you're not retrying things or consistently like we're trying to consistently try things so that we live here and like we can make these videos and give that opportunity for that. So it's just something to keep in mind and keep keep focusing on if if you've tried these and like i didn't like it when my family went five years ago there's new chefs there's new things that change all the time i also think it's important just on the flip side of that to do your research because some restaurants that have been known to be great are also not as good as they used to be so the same can be said the other way exactly yeah well that's topic of another show uh restaurants on the decline yeah um that we'll we'll do in in the coming weeks but that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next week. 
Have a good one.